Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you are in recovery or not. This is episode 72, Stop Beating Yourself Up. I didn't realize for a really long time how horribly I talked to myself in my head until I read some words that were very familiar to me in a book. I didn't know I beat myself up. The book was called When Food is Love by Janine Roth. She wrote out some of the self-talk that her clients were saying to themselves in their heads and I was like, holy shit, I say those things to myself. I was astonished to realize that I had all this horrendous self-talk going on in my head and I didn't even know it. I eventually learned how to stop mentally beating myself up, which I'll teach you about in a few minutes. I came out of that whole experience realizing I must have a dual self-image because I never overtly hated myself. I never thought of myself as a piece of shit or anything like that. But the way that I talked to myself was absolutely horrendous. I've come to learn and really internalize that we can never beat ourselves up into being better. When we beat ourselves up, all we do is make things worse. We end up being beaten up and broken. I think most people beat themselves up because they think, at least on some level, it's going to lead me to a better life. But now that I look back on what I was doing with some perspective, I see how crazy that is. If you're beating yourself up all the time, think about it. What the hell, I mean, when the hell has it ever worked? Have you ever beaten yourself into the person you think you should be? Have you ever seen anyone get beat up into being a better person? I'm not sure where this mentality comes from, but the logic is so twisted. It goes something like this. Treat someone like shit and they'll become a better person. What I've also realized in retrospect is that not only does beating yourself up not help you have a better life, it actually makes your life worse. When you tell yourself constantly what a piece of shit you are, how undeserving you are, or what a fat fuck you are, how worthless you are, or that you aren't enough, or you don't do enough, or will never amount to anything. If you're anything like I was when I used to do that, you end up looking for confirmation for what a piece of shit you are. That is called confirmation bias. That is, we seek and, of course, we find evidence to support things we already believe. That's why researchers use methods like double-blind methods of research, whether where neither the researchers nor the subjects know who's getting the experimental treatment and who's not. Because even researchers who want to be objective 
and are trying to be objective simply can't be. That is how strong confirmation bias is in humans. So if you believe you're a piece of shit, you aren't enough, or will never amount to anything, you'll look for evidence for that, which means, of course, that you'll find it. And often, you'll actually create that evidence, either by developing a self-fulfilling prophecy, or you'll spin anything you possibly can into being evidence of that. So here's an example. I listened to the podcast Back from Broken, which, by the way, is fantastic. And the 10th episode of the first season featured the wrestler Jake the Snake Roberts. Before recovery, he was so fucking down and out. He hated himself so much that he attempted suicide more than once. And when he didn't die, he told himself, see, you're such a piece of shit. You can't even die right. The reality is it wasn't his time to die. It had absolutely nothing to do with being such a piece of shit that he couldn't even die right. Now, he serves as a model for millions of people of what's possible in recovery. And he carries the message of recovery to those who still suffer. But back then, he spun it as, you're such a piece of shit, you can't even die right. This just goes to show the facts don't matter when it comes to confirmation bias. What matters is what we believe about ourselves. So if you actually want to have a better life, which I think you do, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, and that's probably why you started beating yourself up in the first place, because you want to have a better life. If you really do want a better life, it's possible to get there, but you have to stop beating yourself up. That means you have to really get that. You're never going to beat yourself up into having a better life. It's just not possible. It's never happened. No one has ever beaten themselves into having a better life. We have to start learning to treat ourselves as if we are beloved. Then we have to learn to start treating ourselves as if we are beloved and we are. You are. You were created in love, by love, for love. That is why you're here, to love and be love. So how do you make that transition from beating yourself up to loving yourself? This is how it worked for me. First, you have to identify what the hell is going on in your head. What are the things you're saying to yourself? Second, you have to stop. Stop talking shit to yourself. Stop saying nasty, negative, awful things to yourself. When I started to realize that I was talking to myself so negatively and I tried thinking about it objectively, I realized... I would never talk to another person like that. It just wouldn't happen. 
And I also realized I wouldn't allow another person to talk to me like that. I probably would have fucking punched someone in the face if they talked to me like that. And I'm not even a violent person. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And thirdly, I wouldn't allow someone to talk to someone else in my presence like that. What the fuck? Why on earth would I talk to myself like that? It just didn't make sense. So once you stop talking to yourself so horribly, you have to replace the shitty stuff with something else. Think about it like this. Let's use the metaphor of your mind being like a well of water. You're poisoning the well over and over and over again with a negative self-talk, with beating yourself up. You're essentially abandoning yourself when you do this. So you absolutely need to stop putting poison in the well. Now, just doing that would eventually purify the well, but it would take a really long time for that well to be clean and healthy just from stopping the poison. But if you put in some medicine or some antidote to the poison, it's going to purify the well a lot faster. That's why you need to replace the negative poisonous thoughts with good, loving, kind, medicinal, curative, healing thoughts. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking. I don't believe any of that shit. I'm not going to tell myself nice things when I don't believe them. Well, my friend, the reality is you don't actually have to believe them. That doesn't matter. This is where the principle of act as if comes into play. Act as if you are beloved and then treat yourself that way. If you need some help with the act as if principle, try listening to my podcast episode number 25, which is called act as if shocking that should be able to help you. Now, when it comes to making positive, affirmative statements to yourself, there are a couple of other episodes that might help you. Episode number five is called Affirming Ourselves. And then there's another episode called Affirmations for Addicts. It doesn't have a number. It's a bonus episode between episodes 31 and 32. And that episode is not like any other podcast episode I have. There's no intro, no outro, no music. It's literally just me stating after affirmations one after another, which by the way, while I'm talking about it, shout out to Tracy for suggesting that I do that. She's the one who asked me to do that. And I'm really glad I did. I've gotten some good feedback on that episode. Now back to you don't have to believe the affirmations when you start them. What you have to do is actually say them. You have to say affirmative statements to yourself on a regular basis. It's not a requirement that you believe them, but it is a requirement that you repeat them and that you do it consistently. If it's the case that you simply cannot keep saying something that you don't believe because you don't believe it, that's a whole other story. You still don't have to believe what you're saying, but if not believing it is going to cause you to not say it, then there's a way that you can begin this process anyway. It's the concept of scaffolding that I learned from Brooke Castillo. So she uses the example of if you've been telling yourself your whole life that you hate your body and you want to move to loving your body, 
you can scaffold your way up to saying, I love my body by going from the negative, horrendous statement, I hate my body, to a neutral statement like, I have a body. And once you get to the point where you've consistently said, I have a body, you get used to the neutral thought, whatever it is. In this case, I have a body. Then you eventually scaffold your way up to, I love my body. You've moved from poisoning the well to neutralizing the well to healing the well with medicine. Again, this is not because you have to believe what you're saying in the beginning. It's just to ensure that you will consistently say new things to yourself. Eventually, when you do this enough, which by the way, means daily and often multiple times a day, you will eventually come to believe these new things about yourself. It may take years, but it does work. I am living proof. The reason I say you need to repeat this consistently is because when you think about how frequently you beat yourself up and the number of decades you've done that, you need to counteract that. My experience is that it doesn't take anywhere near as long to purify the well with the medicine as it did to poison it. I don't think you have to do the affirmations for decades before they'll take effect to combat the decades of beating yourself up. My experience was that it worked way faster than that, but you do need to be consistent with it. So let me get personal for a moment about an affirmation of my own. I used to think that I was too much. This is in contrast to many people who beat themselves up by thinking that they're not enough. So rather than telling myself that I was not enough, I told myself I was too much. Now the affirmation I use to counteract that is, I am just the right amount of everything. I still say that every day, but now it's just a reminder. It's like taking a vitamin every day. It's preventative. It's no longer curative the way that it was when I first started saying it. I almost never need to say it anymore because it's extremely rare that this issue comes up for me. Those old ideas of being too much are so few and far between now, whereas that was part of my internal dialogue all the time before recovery. So my friends, here's a recap of how you stop beating yourself up. First, you identify the negative self-talk. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. Then make note of the fact that it's not working. Beating yourself up is not making your life better. It's probably making your life a lot fucking worse, as a matter of fact. In order to stop saying those things, you have to notice that you're saying them, then stop saying them to yourself, and then say something else in its place. Say something positive or at least something neutral. It's going to be different for everybody. It could be things like, I am enough. I do enough. I deserve to be loved. I am loving. I am lovable. I am whole. You decide for yourself what works. If you need some suggestions, then try episode 25 and the bonus episode. 
You might also like to follow me on Instagram at Higher Power Coaching because I post a lot of affirmative, motivational, and inspiring things on a regular basis. I hope this episode has convinced you that this strategy you're using of beating yourself up is never going to result in a better life. It's just not. And that this episode has given you some tools for how to make changes that actually are going to improve your life. Now, if you know somebody who beats themselves up like this, and you think this episode would be helpful, please forward it to them. We have got to stop poisoning our wells. We all deserve to be loved, especially by ourselves. That's all for today, my friends. Never forget, you are beloved. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.